Pimelo Mutine on Life Happens weekdays 1 to 3 p.m. on SAFM. Five minutes after two. Thank you very much for staying with us. I'm with you all the way until three o'clock. And this is what we call her story feature. And who are we featuring today? It's someone you may never have heard of, unless if maybe if you live in a community with a school named by this young lady. I'm going to call her young because she looks very young. It is Mamrosina Sidibani Mudiba. And many of you may have only heard of the school, but have no cooking clue who she is. Well, let me tell you, this is a woman who changed the face of athletics in this country. And I'm so delighted to have her on the show this afternoon. Thank you very much, Mama, for coming through. Thank you. As I said, you, you look like, you know, you, you look very, very young. And how I got to, to knowing about you, Ma, is through Lerato Trok, who penned a gorgeous, gorgeous book on your life as an athlete in the 70s. Yes. Lerato, what, how did you come across the, the, the story itself? You know, it's so funny. I also didn't know anything about her. I'm not from here in Gauteng. I'm from the, a very small town in the Northern Cape. I mean, like in the desert, literally. <laughs> so I was working for an organization that, you know, we were piloting. Rosina is a teacher, was a teacher yes. for a long time. So we were working in her school, piloting a project, bringing children, to, uh, books to children in, on an app in African languages. And I got to the school and somebody told me about her story. And I was like, why didn't I do that in history? What, what is amazing to me is the children at a school named after her have no idea. They, had they no have no idea. cooking clue. No, they have <laughs> no clue. They didn't know me. No. It, I mean, it's, I mean, I know that you laugh, Mama, but it's, it's I mean, quite, quite telling mm. of, of how we're not telling our own stories and, and quite disappointing as well at the same time because I would imagine if nothing else the school itself yes. would tell the children you know do you know why the school is Isn't named it? after you True. so let's let's take it back to your journey um, as an athlete when you started I think it was 76 around about 76 uh, I was uh, I started running at around about uh, 8 years but to be known it was yes. run about 1974 uh-huh. From 1974, where I started to be, uh, I was uh, pinpointed or selected by one of the coaches who saw my talent or my potential yeah. so that I can be able to run some of the distances that they thought a black woman won't be able to run. What was it, the 1,500? Uh, 800 and 1,500 by then. So you then decide you can run this and uh, someone thinks it's okay for you to, at the time, run with white people when it wasn't meant to be. Mm. Yes, it wasn't meant to meant to be mm. because we used to run by ourselves. Mm. As uh, you know, during our time, it's, it was only inter-houses, then inter-schools, yeah. nothing more. I mean, then the, everything ended. The, the context, Lerato, is quite phenomenal in the mm. sense that, yes, you, you in your own country, mm. are banned from running with other athletes. So yes. even if you broke a record, it's, yes. on, it's on your watch only it's yes. on your watch only you were not you she was not considered yes. for her she was like subhuman yeah. you know mm. that's being subhuman those are the, the white the white women athletes were the ones who were human enough to be considered but not the likes of rosina and similarly you have restrictions around how you can c- compete outside yes. so at a time when you were able to compete outside even with that 
you had to get permission uh-huh. about all of that. I want us to go back to an incident where you were going to compete and your family members were the only black people who were allowed to come into the stadium because you needed permission as a black person to go into the stadium. Yes, but my parents couldn't. I was the only one because I was competing. The only people who were, uh, we were allowed in the ground were only the athletes because they were competing, but not the audiences. My only audience were white, so that I was competing against white and their parents and their audiences, but none of my side. How did you get it right? How did you push over that envelope? I believe in on myself, in myself. Mm. I said, if ever I can, let me just push it and show them that I can. And then no, no one will stop me. Nothing will stop me. I'll go on. As ever, you see, Casta is doing it. Mm. I also did like that. Mm. I just pushed, pushed, and and showed them that I can with my times, and they were therefore they were interested in my times because not yeah. my times <laughs> you were, were competing. World records, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, world records, yeah. yes. I mean, it, it's interesting because at some point, then they recognize the talent yeah. and then they, you know, consider because it, it was always a considered thing. It wasn't a given. Mm-mm. Consider allowing you to go to Namibia. But even then, you know, the apartheid laws have now spread over even oh. to that uh, to that region. Mm-hmm. And you are allowed to go and uh, and, and, and compete. Good. But you can't even get on a plane. <laughs> yeah, the story of Nabi- Namibia, don't say it, because we, we are supposed to travel with the, 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 the military plane. Mm. Cargo plane. Yes, yeah. that's Cargo why plane. it has yeah. a hole in between. There was a hole in between. Then those oh were the gosh. seats were just sitting around on this, those things, traveling to Namibia. Not a normal uh, plane. <laughs> oh, wow. Mm. The reason you... So, and your competitors in a normal plane... Your white competitors. Of course. Yes, of course. of course. But my times forced them <laughs> to be, forced them so that I can even be on a normal flight because my times competed them. You you eventually got to Namibia. You then ran the race and won gold. Oh, yes. <laughs> when coming back mm-hmm. from that race, what was that like? Uh, because it was usual. It was normal. Nothing was different. No one saw it as different. That no, because you were on a on a, a a military plane, you are so good. No, it was normal because you are black. You're still black even uh, after winning gold. Yeah, you're still black. What what what's interesting for me is you win gold, but you were never given the green the green jacket. You were never given the springbok colors. Springbok colors. Which had you been white, you would have been afforded. Yes. But uh, you know, it was so. It was so hurting uh, uh, mm. to see your counterparts getting all those things, but you couldn't get them. We were only just honored with the miniature cups. Do you still remember those small cups? <laughs> <laughs> they do the, the cup. Still, oh my dear! <laughs> but do you still have the cup? Do you still have the cup? Do you still have the cup? Yes, I do have them because I couldn't just throw them. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at you, and uh, your face tells uh, a lot of stories because you say yes, but you know, you are not impressed. You know, she's not pleased at all about those cups. I mean, I wonder if you still look after the cups because you you, you really showed disdain they're in a plastic <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you showed disdain yeah they're in a plastic just rolled there just to say <laughs> Lerato, had, had she been 
white. Where would she have been? Listen, she would have been everywhere. If there would have been so many books about her. We would have known about her. Hmm. There would have been so much literature about her. I mean, there was absolutely... This is Rosina's first book. This is a first book, and it's even that small. Mm. So if she was a white woman, I mean, look, look what happened. Everyone in the township knew about Zolabad. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. You see? Absolutely. But no one knew about Rosina. And Rosina was there before Zolabad, mm. in fact. Mm. Mm. But that was just the way it is. But you know what makes me sad is that even just after, you know, 94... There was no recognition. I know that we were, you know, it was about reconciliation and all that stuff. It was just recent that Rosina, actually she I only mean, got a green jacket in 2013. Now this is what I was going to say. I'm told mm-hmm. that your husband wrote to the department and said, you know, do you guys remember, can you please recognize that you would have had your jackets, but he died before he saw he you in the green before. jacket. Yeah. Yes, it was just every time. He used to watch TV, and then if he sees white people running, being honored, and all say, and then they will just phone and say, Rosina, just watch TV. Mm. It, should, it should have been you. But after that, she wrote the profile, submitted it to Sports and Recreation. But after that, it was recognized after his death. Where is your jacket now? Ah, oh, at home. I do have it now. <laughs> You've got your springbok colours. Yeah, a green jacket otherwise. <laughs> but it does do something better than... Uh, because the, the green jackets in honour of Andrew Mlangin mm. is the one that composed that green jacket, mm. the support of green jacket. Then the springbok colours, not yet. Eh? <laughs> so... When, when this, you know, this is your life journey, but we see, as you said earlier, the difficulty that Casta Semenya is going through yes. of, you know, people um, not accepting her talent and mm. so on. What, what does that mean? What does that mean to you? You know, it's, 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 so, it's so hurting. I feel that if ever we can just change anything mm. and people can see that we are also people, we can make whatever people can do. We can uh, do a uh, beat people that say they are, they are above us. Then they should recognize us as people. Yeah, Mar- Merosina, you know, you forget, guys, that um, Casta was chastised here. Yes. Yeah. For, for almost 10 years yep. of her yes. professional career. Yeah. Uh-huh. We only start speaking yes. of Casta in, in a good way in this country now. No. Yes. But no. in this very country, yep. people would call radio stations mm-hmm. and talk shows and say, mm. you know, all kinds, she, things. all kinds of things. Mm. So we ourselves have not done ourselves, you know, some, mm. we, we haven't done Good service to our own people, ourselves. We ourselves, yes, because I knew Casta when she was still running for high school level. Mm. And then people will call her and just wanted to see whether it's she or he, Mm. just to talk to her. But you know, torture her, not talk to her. Mm. But at least Casta as Casta remain herself. You'll never uh, pretend. No, you just say whatever you want to say, whatever, because you will be them. No matter what. How, where you standing now, knowing what you know and understanding what it feels like to be rejected, how can we support Casta better? It's for us as South Africans just to raise up hands and to stop or to stop whatever the, 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 whatever the IAAF is doing, mm. just to, to show that we are in support of, 
of Castor. Because we ourselves, even in the mere fact of Pretoria, we should have stopped everything and say Castor is in Pretoria. Let's support Castor. Mm. But it's just a handful that is supporting Castor now. Lerato, documenting this kind of a story, I, I only imagine that it couldn't have been easy. It wasn't a big publisher that took you on. The story, you know, was not something sensational for mm. many, many people. I just want just to take us through how difficult it is to get a publisher, number one, an editor, and the journey. Pamelo, you know what started is when we started, when I started documenting her story, mm. it took me actually two years. You can mm. see even if the book is that small, it took me two years to document her story. So what happened is that I actually won a grant, a writing grant from ANFASA, mm. uh, Academic and Nonfiction Authors of South Africa. I was one of the 12 people that were selected to receive the writing grant from ANFASA and the Norwegian Embassy mm. in 2017. So when I started, so the only thing is that ANFASA gives you the money, but you get your own publishing you you That's get it. to see that you are getting published and figure so on. it out you figure it out so and what happened is that i did i'm not going to say names here but yes, i did yes. get a publishing uh, yes. company that was supposed to publish me but there were just so many things that went on it's a big publishing company in mm. south africa i'm not going to say who mm. and i just felt like i was uh, it, i don't know the right mm. word but I see. I, 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 see. I mean, people are not watching. I, you know, people are not so seeing. You, but you are. You are getting emotional and overwhelmed <laughs> by whatever it is that happened. Um, and and why do you think that was? I have no idea. I'm not going to put words in their mouths or whatever. But I maybe it's because it's. I mean, it's Lorato Trog. Who knows Lorato Trog? I'm not some big writer. Or so, so you are problem number know. one. The problem number one. The problem number one was me. Like, who is he going to sell the books? And number so two on. is who you're writing As about. I'm writing You've about. You've got many problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm 99 problems. Yeah. <laughs> so number two is her writing about her. It's like who and so on so my this current publisher was really when i told him about this story the pierre lomofuke was just absolutely delighted and took it on without hesitation and said we are taking this on we'll publish this book so if we don't focus on the publisher that you're talking about just from a general overview why would a story like this find it difficult to find a home she's from atridgeville she's Rosina Sidiban Mudiba and this black woman who no one knows. So the big problem, somebody will say it's about the the economics, mm. they say. Mm. That it's about mm. the economics, that who's going to read her story, who knows about her, and she's not well known, she's not whoever. So that's about it, and the fact that she's a black woman in, in, in still South Africa after all this 25 years. So let's dispel that myth, right? Yeah. So when you now start talking to number one kids in the school that she's named that is named after her Aww. about who she is yes. are they bored do they yawn no or are no they surprised? no they surprised and they actually uh, now when you talk about her and tell her story mm. people want to listen mm. everyone mm. now wants mm. to listen and say wow we did not know because yeah this here's the thing pimelo we think that you know for 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 children or black people role models are People who are doing extraordinary things out there, or we all know, you know, we love Winnie Mandela but and she all did these people. But I things. know, but I'm saying they are thinking that it's all politics and all that. They don't know that they've got people like Rosina who've done extraordinary things under very difficult mm. 
uh, times in our country that mm. she did. But now people listen when you talk about her and what she did. It's only it's like it's only now that people mm. are, know about her and what she achieved and what she did. Then I'm glad that you know this book is actually kind of getting people to learn more about her story mm. and other stories like her because I tell you there are many Rosinas out there mm. in the townships and in the rural areas. So you've now opened a can of worms and you've started. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And that, that means that you can't stop now. I can't. Actually, this book is <laughs> the first in a series yeah. of the books that I'm writing about unsung heroes and heroines in the townships. Mm-hmm. I've got two more people that I'm writing about mm-hmm. currently. Marusina, it's, it's difficult to so many years later. Number one, I'm glad that you are alive. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you're alive for us to tell you that yes. we value you. Uh-huh. It's maybe coming decades later yeah um you know and 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 i know that things have happened you know your husband never got to see the green jacket that he he so begged for and so on does this give you a sense of accomplishment yes at least i say uh, uh at least now people can know about rosina through the book they can read about rosina through whatever now people can recognize rosina mm. even now when you talk about Rosina, at least as if FM now has called me to interview me, at least people are listening. Now they're going to talk about Rosina. It's going to spread now. They'll know about who is this Rosina. Every person wants to know who is this Rosina. Because the peoples at the school thought that I'm already died. They used to call This is just a thing. <laughs> You know, they they used to say a pinky pink. Do you know about pinky pink? <laughs> the ghost, <laughs> the ghost, <laughs> the ghost, Rosina's ghost. Until I had to go there and see, oh, is she still alive? Then that I must need say, to I be also repeated. didn't know that you're alive. Yeah, uh-huh. I did, no, I also didn't know that you're still alive. I must, I must admit myself. I thought, you know, we're just uh, commemorating somebody who's no longer with us. Oh. I'm just fortunate for Lerato. She's mm. actually fairly young. She's just turned 16 December. She looks 15. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm encouraged and, uh, mm. and, and, and I don't know if this is going to be enough because here we are talking about you and what you've accomplished. And it's, I suppose it also saddens one to think had she been accomplished at the time when she was doing all that she was doing, it would have come with far more yeah. than yeah. just us talking. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes, You know, there's a lot more yeah. that goes with winning. Yes. And you yes. were denied that. Yes. We, we need to admit that and we need mm-hmm. to be clear about the fact that your future and your fortunes lay somewhere yeah. not with you. Mm. Yes, uh-huh. you know, True. you were denied what would have been rightfully yours. Yeah, but at least the young ones that are going to read about the book, they have to to to, to see that they they have to 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 stem over whatever was happening to me to perform better than me because now they had something to 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 work on. They have a, 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 a somebody to to honor. What mm. do you call it? Mm. Uh huh. Mm. What are your future plans? I mean, you retired. I don't know why you retired because you have so much to give as a teacher. Uh, you know, I just think we we would be poorer if you went into a silent retirement. Mm. At the moment, as I retire now, I would like to basically stand on the be on spot, mm. try to look all, especially female athletes, not just runners, all the sporting code to be supported, to support them because now they have a role model 
to look at. It doesn't matter where they are from, wherever they are from, informal settlement, wherever they are from, they have a role model to look at. Therefore, I need to, to groom them in all their sporting code so that maybe in years, two years to come, they will be somewhere. Mm. And then say we are product of Rosina Sidibana Modiwa. Mm. I mean, it's 2019 and we still talk of Banyana Banyana who ah. have other jobs. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you know, they don't get the support. Who have other jobs, and Ooh. yet uh, male professionals they, can all just, they do can is just focus on the sport. Yeah, that is yeah. Uh, uh, that's one. It's it's it's, it's very hitting. Uh, 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 it's hitting because now, if you compare the performance of uh, uh, Banyana Banyana and the the Bafana Bafana, the Banyana Banyana are working, but still they do better than the boys. But if ever they can give an opportunity to be a professional athlete, to stay at home, just trained and pay, be paid for that, I think will be the best. Women are the best because they say if ever you educate a woman, you educate the nation. How far do you think we are from getting that right? <laughs> but let's try. Let's give us f five years. If you are all in <laughs> 25 years and then five years, I don't know whether if you compare them. The powers that be. Because you know what, Pimelo, when I did my research writing Merosina's mm. book, mm. you will be surprised that I called Athletic South Africa. No one knew, knew about her. her. Uh. Mm -hmm. No one knew about her. No, they, she, they have never acknowledged her. Mm. They've never, yeah, I don't yes. think they've got any archival material on Rosina or anything. I didn't get any of that from, from them. And so when, okay, so let's just say that, you know, poor things like many of us, they didn't mm -hmm. know better. Mm -hmm. Now they know. Now they know. What's happened since? Nothing. Still nothing. Okay. Did you ask them if they're interested? I didn't bother because I, I mean, the first time when I asked, they didn't bother. So I just didn't. I'll try. Maybe after this, there's something will happen, but I'll try. <laughs> She laughs. Nerosina <laughs>, laughs at you because she's thinking you're not going to get very far. <laughs> you, you know, Mama, you, you've outlined a big problem. You know, it's it's quite a mammoth one. And as you mm. said yourself, this is maybe, what, maybe five years in. You're going to uh -huh. a couple of years before we see it realized. Right now, what mm. what can we do to make the women athlete better recognized at, as we speak right now? To make them believe in themselves, to encourage them to take part in sports, whatever sports they like, not just athletics and netball, whatever they are able to do, wherever, wherever they perform well, because they are women there who can do it, but because they are not supported, mm -hmm. they know nothing about their potential, they are just lying there. Especially if ever you can look at from primary to high school, from high school to university, mm. there's a gap in between. Mm -hmm. If you can close that gap from primary to high school, high school to, to university, because usually if ever you reach university, there are few that reach university. What about those good performance that was in high school? Mm. But because of they didn't make it in university, therefore it's amen about them. How... how I sometimes think people don't do better because they don't know better. Yeah. That's why I was asking about Athletic South Africa to say if we forgave them and said they didn't know any better, uh, how should we support young women athletes? To start from from a younger age, yeah. 
from younger age because I'm usually I'm a teacher I'll talk mm. about the primary mm. school to take from primary school to let them be participate in different sporting code to be supported in different sporting code because mm. if ever they are not supported they don't know about this sporting code you must be not be an athlete but if ever you are supported you'll be able to run I really thank you so much mama for for coming and I wish you strength and uh, we'll come to your seminars if you need us to come yes. and uh, let us know mm-hmm. if there's anything else we can do Lerato Trok thanks for bringing up the story and and bringing it alive I thank mean I, I dare say had it not been for your book I wouldn't have known about Mirosina I'm glad I brought the book I'm yeah. glad I did I I really appreciate that and and I think for me it's it's an all full circle about the publishers and so on mm-hmm. you know for those who are brave enough mm-hmm. to do this kind of thing it really means a lot to us Lerato Trok who is the publisher of the book Against the Odds and the story is on a phenomenal woman she's sitting right next to me her name is Mirosina Sidibani Mudiba and that will be available as a podcast 2:30 now let's get the very latest in headlines with Utsile Saku.